Hello people, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Slick Talk Show. I'm your host, Rich. And today we're talking about Formula One. Okay guys, thank you again for listening to the Slick Talk Show. Um, let me just shift to this real quick. I mean, last weekend was incredible. Beautiful to see. Incredible mental strength. Incredible determination. Incredible momentum and focus. You know, from Lewis Hamilton. I mean, there's no word to to describe that boy or that man anymore. He is just box. He's box office. He is a superstar. He is a superstar. I told you guys. I told you. I had one or two episodes a few weeks back. I mentioned to you. I think. Yeah, he didn't have a good start. He didn't have a good start of the season at uh, at Australian GP. But I told you. Even after 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 that that race, he came out and you just knew. You just knew he would switch on and change the whole game. Now he's leading the whole table. He's leading all together the whole table. That man is unbelievable. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. I mean, there's a lot to be motivated. I mean, leave some. And I, let me just say this, right? You know, for those pro athletes, you know main competitor we talk about those those the like of michael jordan you know the tom brady you know uh, the, the the messi the ronaldo the lewis hamilton right now they all they need something they need something to to you know to push them to the limit they need something to motivate 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 them like every single season there should be something out there because they're so good they're so great they're always looking for something anything that can give them the edge. Anything that can make them feel like, okay, this morning I'm make no today I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna walk so hard because I want to beat this guy. And Lewis Hamilton, this year, is using so much of that energy. One of them, obviously, is you know uh, the social inequality. He's been vocal. Basically, he's been vocal about that in to all of F1. You can clearly see he's he's pretty much the only black you know f1 driver out there so when he talk everybody listen his box office is is the second most successful driver obviously after michael schumacher but we all know he's going for the seven he's going to match that i mean there's a chance he's going to match that anyway um i mean i've been i've been so impressed about the guy but i'm not surprised at the same time i'm not i'm not surprised and there's something I've seen, you know, on that boy, you know, I mean, especially since he left McLaren to, to Mercedes. His mindset changed now. His mindset changed completely. His determination, you know, his focus is just incredible. He's not making mistakes. And you know what I've been saying about Formula One? And people, I know my friends came back to me telling me, look, you're so harsh when you say that. What I've been saying about Formula One is this. You know, the car is 70%. The driver has to bring 30%. Now, bear in mind, 30% for some people think 30% is too small. All I'm saying is 30% that's still a lot. The reason why I'm talking about 30% you have to bring the car, which is still a lot to bring, is most people don't bring that 30% on the grid. Most of those young drivers, they don't do that because it's really, really hard. I mean, the reason why I talk about 70% from the car is because most of those cars, now that car is made in a factory by so many people. You know, you've got the people at pit lane, you know, making sure you've got those engines, you're making sure that car will run. They've got those specific, you know, that get the specification that get into those cars. And uh, once it's all ready, they just get the driver to come and drive the car. Now, when the driver gets in there, he need to provide some feedback 
to the engineer obviously to improve the car but all i'm saying not all those drivers bring 30 percent on the floor they don't all not not all of them lewis hamilton is bringing all that 30 percent every weekend and this is why i believe that right now he's leading the table and i mean mercedes right now I mean, it's, it looks like it's illegal at the moment. They're lapping the Ferrari. They're lapping everybody. It's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. And uh, and the reason, I mean, one of the reasons, obviously, I had to talk about Lewis Hamilton today is um, it just reminded me of Michael Jordan. Just that killer, killer mentality. I mean, there was one part where he took the option of, you see, you know, to go back to a free pit stop, you know, for fresh tire. The guy was leading 27 seconds. He was leading on Max Verstappen. But he decided to go to the pit stop, you know, for a bonus point for the fastest lap. That just tells you how confident, how confident he is right now. And not only confident, you know, the determination, the killer mentality. Not only he wants to beat you. He want to finish. I mean, he want to kill your mentality. He want. He, he want to annihilate. Basically, finish all those competitors mentally. He want to break them down. He want to break them down, and that's unbelievable. Only Michael Jordan. I remember Michael Jordan was doing stuff like that. Obviously, back in the days when he was Michael Jordan, and that's exactly what I'm seeing right now for Lewis Hamilton. I mean, this season. He's talking about social inequality. Obviously, after what happened to George Floyd, with uh, uh, the police brutality back in the U.S., he's been vocal. So every day, he's been talking about Black Lives Matter. I mean, on social media, he's vocal. He talk about that all the time. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot for him to be pumped up right now. He's talking. He's talking about that. So this is very much incredible. It's incredible to see, you know, how... How determined, you know, uh, uh, Lewis Hamilton look right now, and not also the momentum, the focus, that mentality. I mean, for those who remember, you know, Lewis Hamilton used to have uh, a driver colleague, you know, in the garage called Rosberg. Because of Lewis Hamilton, you know, Rosberg retired at the age of thirty, as in thirty thirty one, just because the pressure that Lewis Hamilton bring week in week out. It's crazy. He made somebody retire at the age of 31. I mean, Rosebud, he won that champions, he won that championship, and then the, the you know the season after he was like, No, I don't want to do that anymore. He was like, No, I don't want to do that anymore. Why? Because of that pressure that Lewis Hamilton is doing, is putting on it was putting on him every day. Right now, last season, for example. Because of Lewis Hamilton, because of that killer mentality, that determination, that focus, he put so much pressure on Vettel. Vettel started making mistakes at Ferrari. I'm telling you people, that guy can get into your head so quickly, you don't even realize. He make people, strong people look so weak every day. Look at Vettel now. Vettel right now is a chef for himself. He doesn't, I mean, Vettel now doesn't really care about competing. Why? Because of Lewis Hamilton. He shut them down. Now, I also have to mention, obviously, as I mentioned, you know, when you have 70, when you have a 70% of car, a really good and fast car, that helps, yes. But you also need to have the driver to take that car to the front grid. And right now, he's doing the same thing with Bottas, you know. 
right now is doing the same with his teammate. Bottas right now started so fresh, so good, so fast. Remember, he won the first race. But now the last three weekends, <laughs> after that now, that's Lewis Hamilton all together. I mean, no stop. I mean, Bottas right now is all over the place. He just doesn't know what to do. But all I'm saying is, is mental. I mean, the way the way he goes about his job is not only is beating them, but he want to put something. He want to put a mark on the mental just to tell them, no, guys, right now, don't even try me. This is, I'm, it, in the grid right now is Lewis Hamilton and everybody else. That's exactly what's happening right now. I'm telling you, people, he took the option basically to go to the pit stop to get some fresh tire with four laps to go in pushing for a bonus point for the fastest lap. This is crazy. He's leading 27 ahead of Max Verstappen, but he decided to go there. Bear in mind now, you can go to the pit stop lane and then the garage can mess it up completely. They can mess up you, but he decided to do that. Not only because he trusts his team, he trusts the crew, he trusts himself as well to know he knows he knows that job done this is incredible this i mean if if you're a competitor and you have to compete against somebody like that i mean you need uh, a psychiatrist or psychologist to talk to you after after the race this is tough this is tough this is greatness at the highest level this is greatness at the highest level i mean we talk about what six championship now second most of of all time 86 race victory and 153 podium finishes. I mean, the boy is box office and the only black guy in F1. He's so proud, he's fighting, he's vocal about social diversity, social inequality. That guy right now is a mission. He is going to go, he's going to try, he's definitely, because every time he wins, he goes to that podium, he put that fist up, he is doing that for his people. I can't blame him for that. Right now, he's going to go hard on every single race. He's going to go hard because he wants to prove. And he's doing that. He's doing that for the cause. This is why he's, he's in mission. And this, I know, is right, you know, right at the beginning of, of, uh, of the F1. I can tell you that. But man... If they can bring those updates, if Mercedes can keep bringing updates like that every race, I can't see anybody beating Mercedes, people. Because what I saw in Hungary, that was unbelievable. I mean, they were lapping and lapping the Ferrari. They were lapping the Red Bull. They were lapping the Mark. They were lapping everybody. They were lapping everybody. I mean, the only thing, obviously, the only car that split them, that was Max Verstappen. It was just came coming back. He was very lucky anyway. But there was no, I mean, it's 27 seconds ahead. How, how can you match that? How can you match that? This was, this was unbelievable, and I'm so proud. I'm so proud of that boy because he came. I mean, it's, I remember when he decided, he took that decision to leave McLaren. I mean, everybody went on his back like crazy. Like, and at the time, remember, Mercedes just came up. They came back, obviously. They they, they started. They joined. They just joined. Um, was that at the F1? And uh, I mean, they didn't have a fast car. They were building to get. You know whatever they, they are right now, but at the time McLaren was faster. They were McLaren was you know McLaren was the Chanel, the Gucci. You know you don't want to leave McLaren. It was so fast to go to Mercedes, but it, I don't know. No, even me, I was like, come on, man, you you don't want to leave McLaren for Mercedes. But come on, man, I mean that guy. Not only the decision he made at the time, 
and look at the fruits now i mean is is unbelievable his box office is making the british people proud and uh and i think i, I think right now i don't know who's gonna stop him i just don't know but good luck for anybody you know good luck for anybody who's gonna try to stop it but i can't i can't really see who out there is gonna stop him you know in those garages now what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go through you know um basically the most successful the most successful garages you know and give you my own uh, my own take about each and every one driver now i'm gonna start with mercedes now hamilton you know qualify on the first position finish one i mean that's pretty i mean i i told i, I gave you my take already about hamilton i mean that was unbelievable he was unbelievable i mean he was clean he was fast he was focused he was determined i mean nobody could stop him only him could stop himself i mean that was unbelievable so now he's leading the he's leading the table and uh you know the british grand prix on the 31st of july is going to be so interesting and we all know when it comes to the british grand prix he want to win so i expect him to lead again and win that race on the 31st of july so the next one is valtteri bottas now valtteri bottas qualify on q2 but finished third now valtteri bottas is gonna be i think i would say he'll be a, he'll be a little bit disappointed about that first thing first because there's a split there you know max verstappen came second now remember max verstappen had an accident before the race they managed to fix his car before the race and he also at the end of that managed to split you know Bottas. now the reason why i'm saying Bottas will be disappointed because he's pretty much under pressure the job he's been asked to do is just be right next to you know lewis hamilton you cannot have the same car as lewis hamilton and you have a red bull or ferrari trying to split you and that happened now for the past three races. that should not happen this is why he's under pressure one of another reason is also because vettel is not um vettel is looking to get a seat next season now the point i made on my few last episode was Vettel is German. The Mercedes is a German manufacturer. They're gonna try to bring somebody much better, much faster there. But Bottas need to show that he can be close to Lewis Hamilton, or there's a chance he might lose his seat next season. Now let's move to Ferrari. Now Ferrari, we have Vettel. Sebastian Vettel qualifies on Q5 and finish six. Now, um. I mean, just after the qualification, uh, Vettel came on TV, obviously, and mentioned that, okay, you know, he didn't feel good about the car. He didn't think Ferrari were very fast. So, he didn't really, there was no expectation for them, basically, to push, you know, the front of the grade and talk about, third, you know, from first to third. But, at the same time, what I would suggest, I would say to Vettel here, is under pressure. It's not having, it doesn't have a seat next season. So, he need to show, he need to show, you know, to create that you know he's willing to push a little bit more because you know most team are watching him right now and say okay should we bring Vettel back does he still have that drive because right now it, it looks like he doesn't really care to be honest with you but i think the mindset is uh Vettel and ferrari is more like a husband and wife just waiting for the you know divorce paper and then you know they can both go to their own way so i think that's exactly what i feel about Vettel right now now charlie claire his teammate, you know, qualified six to finish outside the point. So that was not a good weekend for Charlie Claire. Charlie Claire 
is the one they kept at Ferrari garage because they believe is faster. The reason why they kept him at Ferrari is because he was faster than Vettel last season. So they believe that he's young, he's fresh, you understand. But now, I will, I'll be careful if I was Charles Kerr because we all know Formula 1 changed very quickly. They change very quickly. You know, they can put their hands around you one minute. The next minute, they just kick you out. Because they've got, I mean, Ferrari, especially Ferrari, they've got a lot of resources. They can quickly change and go back, get one of those young drivers from F2 and bring him up to Ferrari. So they don't really care what you've done last season. You need to do, you need to show them what you can do right now. It's all about what can you bring, what can you do for me right now so i expect charles leclerc to you know increase his game you know at the british grand prix if he doesn't do that that will not look good and by the way he doesn't want vettel to be you know to beat him you know in the garage right he doesn't want that because right now the fo the whole team is supporting him so he need to show that determination going forward now the next team we talk, we're going to talk about here is Red Bull. Now, Max Verstappen qualified Q7 and finished second. I mean, to be honest, Max Verstappen had a great race. He was probably um, the man of the race. The reason why, he, you know, first of all, he qualified seven, And then he had an accident before the race. And he finished. You know, he managed to split the Mercedes. He managed to split Lewis Hamilton and Bottas. So that was a great... <laughs> That was that was a good race. That was a good, great race. And Max Verstappen is showing promise. He is showing promise. He is going to be world champion. But right now, the box office with Lewis Hamilton being there, he's going to have to slow down and wait a little bit more. But I can see, you can clearly see, coming from Max Verstappen, you can clearly see future right there. Now, Alex Albon qualified Q. That's his teammate qualifies Q, Q13, finished fifth. That was a really good improvement. But to be honest, as I say again, you know, when you drive the same car, you know, especially with your teammate having an accident, qualify Q7 and come second, you qualify 13 and you finish fifth. What that tells me that, uh, it just tells me that you don't push. You don't push the car like you're supposed to because you're supposed to be more or less at the same level as your teammate. What that tells me is, it's just a number two driver. I mean, some people are just good as a number two driver. And this is what Alex Albon is. He's just a number two driver. But he has to be careful because Red Bull has one of the best young driver academy. They recycle driver over there just like bottle very quickly. So you're not good enough. They just go back and, and get somebody else, to, you know, to, to drive the car. So he's pretty much under pressure to keep his pace for this season. Otherwise, there's a chance he might not be there next season. Now, next up is McLaren. Now, McLaren, we have Lando Norris. So, he qualified 9 and finished 13. Mm, again, I mentioned about McLaren a few of my episodes. You know, they had a really strong start. I, I was asking myself, is that a car? Or, you know, Lando Norris just, you know, was just taking those opportunities because, you know, there was nothing in front of him. Now, I can clearly see that. Um... It was just it, it was he just had a few opportunities the first few races. Right now, uh, I don't know if Lando Norris has that. How can I say that? I don't know if I has that stamina basically to you know to keep going with the pressure that's going to be asked of him. You know, in terms of McLaren, I don't think he's ready for that type of pressure. But he's a good young driver. I think he's still learning. But the problem again, what I'm saying about the F1, they can quickly change, man. They can hold you down right now. The next day they kick you out. So hopefully 
He's gonna keep up. He's gonna he's he's gonna raise his game for the next few races. Now Carlos Sainz uh, qualify nine and finish nine. So basically, it's statue go again. As you know, you all know Carlos Sainz was just says you know we'll be leaving McLaren next season. He's joining uh, Charlie Claire Ferrari next season. But um, I think the way I see that, you know, it just looks like one of those guys is is. is doesn't have any pressure you understand he has a seat next season all he has to do right now is just drive with no pressure to be honest with you but what i'm looking at i'm trying to see i'm trying to see if he can raise his game just to show that okay not only i'm gonna beat lando norris at mclaren but i'm gonna come and fight for the number one driver at ferrari but right now i'm not seeing that i just see somebody who's happy just to be where he is right now so um yeah qualifying nine finish nine it's just a number two driver it's not exciting um i'm looking forward to see what he's going to do at ferrari um next season the next one i'm going to talk about next team and last team i'm going to do is renault now with renault we have daniel ricardo daniel ricardo qualify 11 finish it again Daniel Ricciardo is one of those nice guys. You've seen Daniel Ricciardo talking all the time. Nice, beautiful teeth, always smiling, always saying the right thing. But it's just his will to win is not there. He's one of those drivers also. is guaranteed he has a seat at McLaren next season. So, as I say again, it's one of those situations where uh, Renault and Daniel Ricciardo is more or less like husband and wife waiting for the divorce paper you know once they sign those paper is out and then everybody goes to it their own way so that's exactly what's happening right now and uh, in terms of Renault, i don't think they're going to be spending too much money or i don't think they're going to bring so much update this season because you all know fernando alonso is coming next season so i think what they're trying to do they're just trying to okay forget about this season and push and put all the eggs on one basket basically when fernando alonso is coming next season so uh, that's the reason why i don't think i can't see uh i don't see uh, daniel ricardo pushing as much as he should and i don't think the car being as fast as he should this season now his teammate esteban ocon is just a typical number two again you know one of those teams i mean he's qualified what 14 finish what 16 something like that so first of all yeah as i say again renault they're not going to put too much on that car this season because they're waiting for Alonso next season. And um, it's, 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 there's nothing. Esteban Ocon is just a number two driver. It's not. It's going to push, but it's just a number two driver. It's not going to be exciting. And it has to work. He has to be careful because Fernando Alonso is coming next season. And Renault team very much will be under pressure next season so they might have to change they might have to go and pick up somebody else to pick his seat so he's definitely under pressure to perform and um, to make sure he remain you know one of his team of fernando alonso for next season so and um, definitely daniel ricardo will be leaving for mclaren but esteban ocon is right now under pressure because they need somebody strong to be next to fernando alonso for them to push for the championship next season okay guys you know that's it. me again that's it for the for f1 today and um thank you very much for listening and i hope i catch up with you again tomorrow thank you then bye